Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to The Catch with John Fisher on Blog Talk Radio, connecting life to faith. To get it together, trying to help their fellow man, hoping we can make it better. Do you really think we can? Oh, yeah, it's Tuesday night, it's 6 p.m., it's Blog Talk Radio time. Aren't you excited? Well, I am. This is John Fisher, and uh, we do this every Tuesday night at 6 o'clock for anyone who wants to join us live, because that's the fun part. Um, A lot of you will be listening to this on demand later, but uh, especially if you are listening live um, and might want to call in, love to have you do that. Our number is 646-716-5721. 646-716-5721. Feel free to call in anytime during our show tonight. Uh, going to be a, a, an interesting show tonight. I am going to be, uh, well, we have a guest, uh, two guests. It's just that they're not here. They um, are going to be here only in my mind and in my heart and in my memory. But um, these two people uh, I'm going to interview uh, from the standpoint of my memories of them. Because this week uh, on on the catch of the day, those of you who are tuned in, if you don't get the catch every day in your email, you really should. And uh, if you like this and would like to get the catch, which I write fresh every day, um, short, probably five to six to 700 words, you can read it in five minutes. I also read it live now, um, and it really takes three, anywhere from three to five minutes to read. Um, and uh, you can go to catchjohnfisher.com. It's that easy. Uh, just remember the C in my name, F-I-S-C-H-E-R, catchjohnfisher.com. And uh, you can sign up there and receive the catch every every day, Monday through Friday. And uh, lately we've been really enjoying doing themes each week. And our theme this week is romance. Um, you know, it's getting towards the end of summer. I hate to say that. Uh, someone didn't like the fact that I said it was the end of summer, um, I wrote about that a couple of days ago. They sent me an email saying summer is not officially over until September someday, 22nd, something like that. But you see, that's really not true because summer is over when school starts. That's when summer is over for anybody who really knows. And school starts today. So for all intents and purposes, summer's over, even though we haven't even hit Labor Day yet. Seems like, at least out here, we're starting awfully early this year, and maybe that's true everywhere else. But, uh, you know, what's our, what are summers for if not for reading fiction and 
what's reading fiction if not for romances. So you see where we, we, we got there. There's a rhyme to this. There's a reason to this. This is how we got to romance uh, for this week. And, and we're actually talking about some of the biblical characters um, who have been examples of love uh, and romance in, in our Bible stories. We started with Adam and Eve. And then today... Uh, I wrote about uh, the great story of Ruth and Boaz. And then uh, we've got three more days to cover. So we've got other relationships to choose from. Not sure what they're all going to be. There's uh, Mary and Joseph. There is uh, uh, the the great relationship uh, romance with uh, Jacob and Rachel. And, uh, And then there was Hosea. There's always Hosea and Gomer, which is a very interesting story. And uh, and then, of course, Song of Solomon. So there's plenty to choose from. But tonight, our guest is a couple named Horton and Edna Voss. Horton and Edna have already gone to be with the Lord. So they're going to be our guests only in my mind and in my heart and in my memory, which is full of them because I was racking my brain to say, who could I have on? that really has a good marriage. And, you know, (laughs) whoa, it was hard to come up with someone. But I kept coming back to Horton and Edna thinking, oh, my gosh, what would I give to have them on my show right now? And then I thought, well, what the heck? I can have them on my show. Uh, I can tell all the stories that I know about Horton and Edna because if there's anyone who knew how to love and be loved and be married and be one, it was Horton and Edna. Uh, I'd give anything for you to, to know these folks. I've done some writing about them. But in a nutshell, um, I talk about them in a song. It was on my Dark Horse album, and the song is called Roses on Wednesday. And uh, it started, actually, in their courtship. Uh, They were both going to USC here in Southern California. And um, they started to date. And then uh, Horton got a little scared. And uh, actually, Horton was in a very interesting relationship with his mother at that time. She was uh, getting older and needed a lot of care, and she was pretty much sucking up all of Horton's time. And he needed to be with her, and uh, uh, there was some some doubt as whether he she approved of his relationship with Edna. And so even though there was a spark in the beginning, from the very beginning when these two met each other, um, it uh, Horton had to pull himself away. He did not. That was not his choice, but he did. And uh, it took a while for him to get that whole thing together in his whole mind and realize that his love for Edna was the mo- far more important than um, caring for his mother, and that that uh, he needed to grab onto this relationship uh, before it slipped away 
And so after some time, um, he sent he sent roses to uh, mm-hmm. to Rosa, and he sent them on Wednesday. And uh, there was a note mm-hmm. with the roses, and the note said, "I'm sending you roses on Wednesday because with you, Wednesday." is no longer just Wednesday. It's a phenomenal day. And the next Wednesday, Horton himself showed up with the roses. And the roses continued throughout their courtship and throughout their marriage. I suppose he may have missed a little here and there. I don't know. But I know that I had the chance to live in their home for uh, really uh, a number of weeks. Uh, We were recording in L.A., and I lived in the San Francisco Bay Area at the time, and uh, Horton and Ender were huge supporters of my music ministry, which uh, it, it took some supporters in those days because no one was doing it, and these guys... Uh, had had a, a real vision for it, for supporting me. They supported me financially, and they gave me the the use of their home and uh, beautiful home in Redlands. And so I lived there for a number of weeks and got to observe this relationship firsthand. So I do know roses did come on, or something special came on Wednesdays. Um, so here's the song. Give her roses on Wednesday when everything is blue. Roses are red and your love must be new. Give her roses on Wednesday and keep it shining through. Love her when love's the hardest thing to do. There's a couple of verses about um, uh, it's easy to love when it's easy when you're when you're in a Friday frame of mind, but loving when love when life gets busy is what love was waiting for all the time. Give her roses on Wednesday when everything is blue. Roses are red and your love must be new. Give her roses on Wednesday and keep it shining through. Love her when love the hardest thing keep on shining through everything lover and love won't be so hard to do Horton and Anna were were all about surprises Uh, life with them was was just like almost always a surprise There, there was always laughter in this home uh, and he was kind of a he was a big kind of rolling guy I, I, I wouldn't call him fat or overweight he was just just big he, he was a meaty kind of guy but he had a round face and a bald head and a goatee and his eyes just all crinkled up when he smiled and then even when he wasn't smiling, 
there was just something magical about his face and especially his eyes. It was almost like he had a secret and he wasn't going to tell, but he was just going to enjoy that secret to himself. Honestly, it was uh, really a lot like that. Um, having this, having this secret all the time. And uh, that's the way it was with Horton. And, you know, there were times when, when he'd just come up and uh, hug Edna. He'd grab her from behind. Uh, the, 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 the joke was one, one time, uh, well, Edna, Edna got uh, a breast cancer and she had to lose, she lost one breast and um, uh, recovered fine. She's doing great. And Horton just kept on, just keeps on loving her, love her, and, and actually would actually, they, they were jokes about it. They, they were just that much together and had that much fun. And he would grab her from behind and he would go, oops, wrong side. And they, they were just that way. It was, it was okay. Stuff like that was okay. Uh, one particular story, I never forgot was one one day I, I would come down uh, they had a two-story house and and uh, I got I got the upstairs guest room beautiful yellow room with the sun streaming in the morning I wrote love them in the morning in that room as a matter of fact um, went on to be my best-known song and I came down stairs for for breakfast one morning and uh, Edna was at the table and she started to talk to me in a whisper, which was kind of weird because they had a pretty big house and there was nobody around. But what she was trying to convey to me was that she had a secret to tell me, something really important. And what she said was that, um, this is Thursday, by the way. It's important to know it was Thursday. Um, and uh, she said, guess what? She said, today is my birthday, and Horton is taking me out to dinner, and we aren't coming back until Saturday. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was some dinner. Horton was always surprising her with things like that. I, I, I have to tell you, uh, Edna, and she's kind of a small woman, red hair, dry sense of humor. Actually, both of them had an extremely dry sense of humor, and that's that's what what made them so much fun. Uh, but Horton, woman, happy. Uh, she was uh, she was just the happiest woman that that I I, I ever was around, and I know. It was because Horton simply lavished his love on her. Mm. And uh, when you think about uh, what marriage is about and what Christ and the church is all about and what Christ has asked us to do as husbands, is basically pretty simple. It's to love our wives. Well, why aren't we doing it? You know, I mean... Uh, whatever excuse I have is just an excuse and it doesn't hold water. 
because uh, I've got the most beautiful woman in the world. There's no reason that I'm I'm not loving her uh, up one side and down the other. Um, but I have to be honest. I don't think she's the happiest woman in the world, and the blame falls here. So uh, I don't know what it is, guys, but uh, we got to do something about this because romancing our wives is part of of our job. It's what we are here for. It's it's what what God created us for. It's it's what we are here to do, and it's what a marriage is for. And uh, I just wish Horton was around because I could go talk to him some more. But actually, I just saw so much. I just stop and remember, just think about things that that I know he did. Little surprises, surprise, little ways of 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 letting his wife know uh, how much he loved her. Uh, it was a constant story. So much so, as a matter of fact, this this couple um, became so close and so so much one that uh, uh, when when Horton died, it was a, a, a terrible dark day for poor Edna, and unfortunately, she. She had to be the one to find him. Uh, he had had a massive heart attack. She had gone out to the grocery store. And he was in his first year since retirement. Um, he was an artist. The house was full mm-hmm. of his paintings, beautiful paintings. And uh, he had finally was realizing his dream to create his own artist studio. He had the time to do it now. And uh, he had already created a, uh, uh, I guess you call it a, what do you, what, what do you call those things? Uh, like an arboretum, a, a, an indoor uh, nursery for, for Edna. And, I, and that's like him. I mean, he would create her, her dream first and then and he'd get his later. And uh, because she loved plants and uh, roses especially. That's no surprise. And uh, he would, uh, he created a, a, a place for her to grow her roses and to uh, love, love all over them and take care of them every day. And she'd putter around in her greenhouse. And here was Horton puttering in his new studio and uh, lo and behold uh, it was God's time. It, it was time to to call him home. And uh, when Edna got home he was on the floor and he was already gone. And she just came apart. Um, of course she called 911 and they came, they tried everything they could. They had to wrestle her off of him. Could not, it, it took two of them to uh, pull her away. And um, later that day, 
or maybe I don't even remember now. It could have even been just uh, not too long after that. The doctor looked at Edna and asked how was she, and he could tell something wasn't right with her. She explained a a couple things which were total indications that she very well could have been going through her own heart attack at that time. The color of her face was going on. So they, the doctor just took no chances, put her right in the ambulance and took her right to the hospital. They ran tests on her. They diagnosed her with a heart attack, but they found, get this, they found no physical evidence of any damage to her heart. No physical evidence of a heart attack, only all the symptoms. Every symptom out of the book of what a heart attack would do to you. Edna had a broken heart and and she was in the hospital for two or three days. And I lived in New England at the time, so I wasn't able to come out there. But I talked to her on the phone. And I'll never forget what she told me on the phone. She said, oh dear, she always said that, I just don't know. I just don't know what to do. I don't know whether I want to live without Horton or not. And you know, John, I don't have to. I I could just die right now. I know I could. And you know, I believed her. She was basically saying, I don't need I don't need any help. I don't need I, I can just do this myself. I could die right now in this bed if I wanted to. And she struggled with that for a few days. And then she finally decided that for the sake of the children, well, for which there were two, uh, she would stay on. But uh, she never... You know, she was okay. She never forgave him. <laughs> she never forgave the doctors for pulling her away. And she was she was such a sweetheart. But uh, you know, I think about that, and to me, what better expression can you find of of, of oneness? But that uh, that they were one. Their their bodies were one. Their 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 hearts was one. And if your heart is one, how can one heart break and another not break? So Horton had a real heart attack, and Edna had a real heart attack. It just wasn't physical. It just was totally emotional and spiritual. And uh, 
Yeah, she went and lived quite a few years. Uh, she had a very close relationship with her daughter. And I, I know her daughter is very grateful. She chose to live because they had some very, very wonderful years together. Um, so that's my story of romance. It's a simple thing. Roses on Wednesday. The beauty about it is that it will always work. There, I, I don't care how many times I've brought my wife flowers. It never ceases to produce the same result every time, and that is just sheer joy. Just seeing them and the surprise and the thought is the big thing that you thought and you went out and actually did it are really important. And it's an easy thing to do. Put it on your schedule. And it doesn't even take a big budget either. Uh, You know, you can have a dozen roses. You can have one rose. It doesn't matter because you get the same same reaction either way. It's the thought. It's the specialness. It's the fact that it's just Wednesday, for heaven's sakes. This isn't a birthday. It's not. It's not uh, Valentine's Day. Hallmark didn't come up with this. My wife actually is so so in favor of this that. At one time, we were we were talking about forming a a kind of a internet company that would do this automatically, send them out. She said, "You know, really, it wouldn't matter. <laughs> That's how much she believes in it. it. It wouldn't matter if the computer did it. It would it would still mean something. So uh, think about that, guys." Set your clock for Wednesday and uh, surprise your wife. Try it just once. You might like it so much that you'll try it again and again and again. That's that's the way it works. Such a simple thing. But then all the all the rest of it. Um, yeah, we need to pray for each other that we can be lovers. That's really what God wants us to do. And whatever barrier you have, and I've got a ton of them, you know, we all have we all have those dark things in our genes and things we grew up with silent dads and, you know, non-responsive parents. There are no excuses. You just learn how to do it. You decide you're going to love someone and you do it. When you start, if it means starting with just something as simple as uh, a rose on Wednesday, then that's a good place to begin. Okay? Okay.
Well, there you go. We interviewed uh, Horton and Edna tonight. Don't you like them? They're they're terrific. And uh, I hope you enjoyed hearing some of their stories and the song. And I hope some of you will take it to heart. Meanwhile, we've got the rest of the week here. We're going to look at some other biblical romances and see what they can teach us about what love is. And uh, meanwhile, stay tuned to your catch of the day. Um, Stay plugged in. We'll be letting you know about future Blog Talk Radio guests. Um, we got all sorts of really good stuff planned for the future. So it's uh, it's very exciting. We're just getting to the end of the summer, but gosh, we got we got the fall coming. We got uh, uh, a whole new year. We're going to do twelve steps through the covering Pharisee very soon, and uh, that's going to be great fun going through that together. So thanks for joining us. Um, come back uh, next week. Blog Talk Radio, absolutely, we'd love to have you. And uh, hope you'll be back. Thanks for everything.